0: All right, so sorry, it's been a it's been a while since I've recorded. Uh, I think with the holidays and um, I ended up getting COVID and the flu at the same time. Uh, so that was um, fun. No, not really. It was awful. Um, <clears throat> feeling mostly better, just kind of have a cough and you know the things that. Um, we get to experience uh, for a longer period of time with COVID and the flu and whatever respiratory virus. I'm sure I also picked up. <laughs> this year's been the year of respiratory viruses, so be careful out there, people. Um, yeah, so you know, been going through some things and processing some things and thought today maybe would be a good time to talk about um, something that happened to me. Um, It's uh, very personal and um, hard to talk about. It's embarrassing and um, humiliating. And um, I've been waiting to see if I had the courage to talk about it. And... For whatever reason, over the past week, I've really felt this um, urge to speak up and talk about it. Um, I'm hoping by doing this that maybe it will help other people um, and also bring awareness um, into society. But So, uh, you know, the the thing that I want to talk about is... um, discrimination. Um, for me, the discrimination I have experienced unfortunately um, is due to me being a female, a woman. Um, I worked for a fairly large um, corporation that um, was you know mostly uh, men at the helm and CEO and board and all of that. Um, and I worked there for a very, very long time, um, over 15 years. Um, I was, a—I I ended up doing a lot of, a variety of roles. Um, and I was promised a senior VP role, um, eventually, which was fine. I, you know, working up the corporate ladder was honestly not something that I was even that interested in. Uh, I went into this type of work to, um, I'm a hospice nurse by trade and um, to help people pass from this life to the next and felt like for a really, really long time that was a calling of mine um, and so I, I got to do um, what I love and and was passionate about it and um, got fairly good at it and um, like I said, I worked for this company doing that for a long time. Um, Near the end, uh, I was told in a very uh, roundabout way and and dishonest way and manipulative way that uh, my appearance was not that of a uh, senior VP. And I found out that um, the leaders in my company were having meetings talking about what my appearance looked like and that I needed to um, wear different clothes. I needed to wear makeup. I needed to do my hair differently. Um, and and all of these things just discussed in, in this group. And I found out about it um, in an interesting way. Uh, and at first, um, the people denied that this was happening. Um, but then I did have evidence of it and was able to confront um the CEO who was part of this meeting and uh, he, I don't think he knew what to do because I don't think anybody had ever confronted him. I was pretty upset. I had written him a letter um, talking about, you know, the success that we've had in this company and the things that we did um, to provide our patients and families with, you know, wonderful, beautiful care. And that I've never in my entire career, been talked to about um, my appearance being some sort of problem or issue. I always followed dress code. Um, In fact, uh, even after I was advised of of my um, need to change my appearance, uh, I would frequently uh, visit the home office, the corporate office, and would find that many, many Employees, especially higher up leadership um, that served with the CEO that were men, uh, did not follow the um, um, dress code and were, you know, wearing jeans and things like that, which I, I don't I honestly couldn't have cared less before this incident. But the fact that I was talked to and told to wear makeup and wear my hair down instead of up and talking about what clothes I wear uh, you know, I um, found that interesting and it, it just cemented more and more for me that I wasn't fitting this female image that my boss, a male CEO, wanted me to fit. And um, it was devastating. Um, I worked really hard at this company and had done a lot for them, um, and like I said, you know, this had never been an issue, and and it it really unraveled me for quite a long time. Um, I tried to continue to work there and get past it, but um, the trust was gone. The trust was gone with with most of the leadership team that I worked with, um, and and I just decided at that point. I didn't want to support and work for um, a company that treated women like, like this. Um, I would totally understand if I had a, had issues maybe with hygiene or, you know, something to that nature. Um, but <clears throat> the, the CEO told me that people are very judgmental and that I needed to change my appearance because people were so judgmental. And I just keep thinking about that statement. Um, I find it interesting. Um, You know, I come from a background of a really hard work ethic. Um, I believe in um, always learning and education and um, quality care. Um, being an advocate for patients and families during the dying process, um, making sure that we're compliant with, you know, all our rules and regulations. Um, I'm a huge team player, and I'm a huge team builder. Um, I built some amazing teams over my over my career span. Um, and I've just, you know, been lucky and feel like, you know, that was something that I was somewhat good at. Um, and so for this to come up again, uh, just embarrassing, humiliating, um, and, and it, and it, it shook me to my core. Um, I know that there's people out there that have had way, way worse discrimination, um, than I'm describing. And so, so I, I'm a little embarrassed, you know, sometimes to feel that this, particular incident um, destroyed me so much at the time um, but it did and it hurt and I was embarrassed to tell anyone about it I I didn't like to I still don't like talking about it um, it still affects me unfortunately um, not as much but I will say that you know when I'm getting up in the morning and getting ready for work, most of the time the thought crosses my mind you know did i do enough with my hair did i put my makeup on right am i wearing something and it just just kind of messed with my um self-confidence and my self-esteem um so something i'm working on uh, with my therapist and and with myself and and i think a lot of it is just processing i think i just have to process the hurt and the, the anger um and the betrayal and the trust issues and I think that's just probably going to take time but I wanted to bring it up because um I never thought that would ever happen to me um you know I know that there's definite um differences in you know the pay rate and women being able to be promoted as much as men and you know those types of things um but I'd always just worked hard and did what I had to do and didn't really pay much attention to it because it never impacted me so directly as that day. And experiencing this, um, I don't wish it on anyone. Uh, is horrible. Um, it really... Um, shows you where we're still at in this day and age. I, I felt like, you know, maybe we'd made more progress than we have um, and it's wrong. And, and for anyone out there <laughs> doesn't know it, it's wrong, it's wrong to do that. Um, I am someone who I grow, grew up um, in a home where um, my, mom, my mother wore some makeup and sometimes a lot of makeup. Um, My father always told us girls that, you know, we were beautiful with or without makeup. And we kind of prided ourselves on just having, you know, our natural beauty. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with those that want and like to wear makeup. And sometimes I will wear some makeup. um, But it's never been a thing for me. It's never been something that I felt like has... um, helped me uh in my career or something that I've had a big desire to do and and I feel much more comfortable with no makeup or less makeup um and so to have a, a man tell a woman that in order for her to be successful and not judged by her peers she has to wear makeup um is just so wrong um, and I hope I hope that the majority of people understand that. Um, there's those like him though that I, I don't think do and, and I would love to hopefully um, change someone's opinion and perspective on that um, after really listening and understanding of what it does to the other person and that what truly matters Are things like your character, your integrity, your ethics, um, how you make other people feel, your skill level. If you're in a job that requires skill and talent, um, those types of things. It doesn't have to be and shouldn't be about what you look like. Um, and, And so I don't know. I... I'm starting to talk about it a little bit more. Um, I did talk to a, a couple of lawyers when it happened, um, and I did have a case um, against them. And I thought about, you know, whether or not I'd want to pursue that. Um, and I and I ended up not pursuing it for for a few different reasons. I think I I just didn't want there to be any more drama, and I I hate confrontation, Um, and I was embarrassed and humiliated, and I felt like people would look at me and say, oh, well, maybe you should be wearing makeup, and I just couldn't put myself through that. Um, and even talking about it now, um, I have that same fear in my mind, you know, that people would see me and say, "Yeah, yeah, I could see you know what he what he means and and it's just it brings so much um, sadness and um, and fear to me that these are the things. <laughs> We're having to still talk about in this day and age um, when you wouldn't think that somebody would be so blatant um, to to be having meetings talking about um, a woman's appearance uh, when they're discussing her, um, her, her succession plan to, uh, you know, become a senior VP. Uh, so, you know, I tried to stay there for a period of time. Um, I wasn't happy. I just, the trust I couldn't get back. Um, people had, you know, been dishonest in in lying about that this meeting happened. And then, you know, when it came out that I had evidence, you know, then, you know, they all had nothing to say. Uh, they pretty much avoided talking to me. I'm sure that they were embarrassed as well about it happening. And I think they all knew it was wrong and wondered what I would do. I think they all knew that it was t- devastating to them as well because they were losing you know a very valuable employee um and I lasted maybe eight, six, seven, or eight months um and found a different job and I left and uh, i've been I've been out of that job for let's see, uh, probably about eight months now. So not very long, still very fresh. Um, and it's, it's been, um, I wouldn't call it a roller coaster, but I would say it's been emotional. Um, I will say ultimately as sad as I was to leave the people there that I loved working with, um, that brought value Um, And my longevity there, um, which was hard to say goodbye to, um, for the most part, I am happy that I left. I am happy that I'm not supporting an organization and a company um, that does something like this and thinks it's okay. Um, But there are, you know, days and, and moments where I get really angry about it. Um, And I'm really hurt about it. And there are days when I'm still just really completely shocked that it happened and that it happened to me. I guess it's cliche to say, you know, you never think that's going to happen to you until it does. Um, So, you know, beware. It's out there, unfortunately. Um, There's a lot of great people and a lot of great men out there that don't do something like this. And I applaud you. Um, and I applaud everyone that uh, has an understanding that we we should base our judgment. We're all going to have judgment. Base that more on your character, the size of your heart, how you make people feel. And if we're looking at work, right? I mean, on performance and, and those all those indicators for work. But it should be never based on anything discriminatory like what sex you are, if you're a woman, what color you are, what sexual orientation you are. And and I just, my heart goes out to everyone and anyone that has experienced any type of discrimination. Um, It is extremely hurtful uh, to go through. And I just um, hope that We can hold our heads up high and remember um, that these, the people that do this, in my opinion, are um, insecure. And um, I think that they're threatened by what you have to bring to the table. Um, And I think that they use that power to try to push you down because for whatever reason um, your strength and your character um, threaten them. and and I think they're insecure and they're weak and uh, they don't know how to live in a world where, There is the where you don't discriminate against people. Um, And so I do hope as our world continues to grow that we can be more open-minded and not judge people on what they look like and what their hair looks like and if they're wearing makeup or not and if their skirt is, um, you know, the right brand of skirt um, or the the top most expensive suit, you know, those are the things that are not important in life. Those are the things that who cares about? If you're here in this world, in this earth, to do good and help others and support each other, and you're doing the best that you can, then, then those other things shouldn't matter. And if you're at a place or you're involved with people that are making you feel like that, I hope you know it's wrong and I hope you can get the strength to just walk away from them. All right, well, that's all for now. Um, Take care, be safe out there. Um, Bye.